The Bound Series, Volume 1, Number 5, Title, Miracles, Chapter 2, Preparations. Sarah watched as Donnie slid the needle into the leathery shell of the turtle egg. He gently laid it beneath the peat moss mixture and covered it slightly. The bassinet-looking incubator was set at a comfortable 84 degrees. He turned to look at her and she smiled. All we can do now is wait. I've prepared a supplement for the yolk sac, so as it grows, it will not run out of nutrients. Sarah hugged him, resting her head on his chest. Thank you. He kissed her hair softly. For what? For believing in us, for giving me so much, for giving me the things even I didn't know I desired. I love you. He lifted her chin and kissed her fully and deeply. I love you too, and I'd give you the world if I could. They stood gazing at the small egg for a long time. Their world was now wrapped up in this tiny object, along with their future. There was a soft knock at the door. The couple turned to see the others, looking anxious. The guys and cat had been avoiding the lad the last two weeks. In truth, Sarah had too. Whatever Donnie had been doing, they had not wanted to cause him to make a mistake. Don motioned them in. Come on in, guys. It's okay. The brothers came and gathered around the incubator. Cat kept her distance, but did try to peek over Mikey's shoulder as he knelt down next to the apparatus. Mikey leaned close. So this little guy is going to be our niece or nephew? It's way too early to know what it will be, Mikey, Donnie explained. Leo looked on quietly. The idea that they would ever be able to have children had never really crossed his mind. Who would want to mate a turtle after all? Well, Sarah had, but she was unique in a whole lot of ways. And then there was Cat. She'd surprised them all with her interest in Raph. Most human women were different. Most took one look at them and ran screaming in the other direction. Splinter, too, looked on quietly. Never in a million years would he have ever thought such a feat was possible. And yet, here he was at what one might call the conception of his first grandchild. Donatello never ceased to amaze him. Donnie, I sure hope you know what you're doing. Raph looked over his little brother's shoulder, a spark of hope growing in him. If this worked, if it were really possible, it would mean that they wouldn't be limited anymore. And if they wanted children, they could have them. He glanced over his shoulder at his wife. He wondered if at some point she might want children too. We've been over this, Raph. I know what I'm doing. Donnie looked down at Sarah. Her gaze was fixed on the small egg, a strange look in her eyes. Is something wrong? She blinked up at him, as if in a daze. What? Uh, no, it's just an odd feeling. She smiled. Don't worry, I'm sure it's nothing. Examining the incubator, she looked up at the four turtles a bit sheepishly. Do you think, I mean, would you mind if we moved it to our room? A smile crept across Donnie's lips. Sarah had already become protective of their egg. Come on, fellas, give me a hand. He unplugged the warming lamp, and together they carried the unit through the layer to their bedroom. Plugging the unit up, Donnie checked it over to be certain everything was in working order. Sarah couldn't help but smile at the incubator holding their first child. She tried to temper her anticipation with logic. 
as she reminded herself that this was still very early, and there were no guarantees it would make it. Donnie returned to Sarah's side as the others left the room. Is that better? She hugged him. Yes, I feel better with it right here, where we can keep an eye on it. You know it's not going anywhere, right? He teased. She chuckled and gave his plastum a playful tap. Just humor me, you big lug. He chuckled as well, placing a kiss on her brow. Whatever my girl wants, she gets. Sarah giggled. Mikey, what are you doing? The turtle in question was sitting on the floor cross-legged beside the incubator. He looked up at her with a grin. I just thought I'd read to the little guy. Sarah peeked over his shoulder and chuckled. The tortoise and the hare. Well, it was always one of our favorites, Mikey said with another grin. He looked up at the egg. Do you suppose he can hear us? Sarah sat beside him on the floor. Well, they say that babies can hear their mother's voices in the womb, so I don't see why it can't hear you through its shell. But it's only been about two weeks, and I doubt it's even developed ears yet. It never hurts to start early. Mikey opened the book again and was about to start reading when Donnie walked in. Mikey watched his brother check the temperature and moisture gauges before speaking up. Hey, I was thinking of putting my old teddy bear in there with the little guy, so he wouldn't be lonely. Donnie frowned. No, Mikey, we can't put anything in there with it. It could disrupt the temperature readouts and cause it to be too hot or too cold. Mikey pouted and Sarah put a hand on his shoulder. Just hold on to it. I'm sure he or she will love it once they're born. Mikey nodded. So, how is the little guy doing, anyway? Well, as far as I can tell, really good. It has tripled its size in the past two weeks, and so far, its natural yolk sac seems to be producing enough nutrients for it. Donnie gestured with his hands, but this is all new territory for me too, so I have no idea how quickly it's going to grow or develop. But as long as it's gaining in weight and size, I think we should assume it's developing correctly. And it's way too early to guess whether it's a boy or girl, Sarah said, knowing what the younger brother's ultimate question was. Actually, I doubt we would know that until it's hatched, Donnie explained. Mikey frowned a little. Aw, bummer. I just wanted to know if I should be buying dolls or race cars. His eyes sparkled. I hope it's race cars. That way I can play with them, too. Donnie chuckled. Sorry, bro. You'll just have to wait like the rest of us. Leo put the heavy book in Sarah's lap. Leo, you know it's only been six weeks, right? Come on, Sarah. Just take a look. Leo pointed to the bios of the Renaissance artists. I think I like Sandro, or maybe Masaccio. Sarah made a face. She couldn't imagine calling her child either of those names. You're not really going to make me choose a name when I don't even know if it's a boy or girl, are you? Leo ignored her and flipped a few pages over. I also like Filippo. Sarah tried a new tactic. What if it's a girl? Leo frowned. Well, I found a few girl names like Lavina and Katerina and Lavinia. I like Katerina, personally. 
Cat said from the kitchen doorway. They turned their heads to look at her, and Sarah laughed. I bet you do, considering we'd end up calling her Cat. Absolutely, she replied with a grin. Raph appeared behind her with an ice cream cone in one hand. Not me. One cat is plenty. His wife playfully elbowed him. Watch it, tough guy. He grinned as he pecked her cheek. Just tell him the truth, darling. Leo rolled his eyes and turned back to the project at hand. So what do you think, Sarah? She sighed inwardly. I don't know, Leo. I can't decide on a name without knowing if it's a girl or boy. And most of these names... She frowned at the art book. I can barely pronounce. Leo sagged, a bit defeated. Sarah put an arm around his shoulder. Hey, let's make a deal. We'll wait and see what it is first and then decide on a name. Why don't you write down your favorites so I can show Donnie? He needs to have input, too. I can't make that big of a decision without him. Leo gave her a smile. Deal. Raph and Kat slipped back to their bedroom while Leo and Sarah continued to chat. Raph chuckled. It figures Leo'd try to name their kid for them. Kat let out a heavy sigh as she sat on the bedside. He frowned. What's the matter? All this talk of kids... Raph sat down beside her as he finished off his ice cream. What do you mean? It's kind of the biggest news around here right now. She sighed again. Raph, I'm not sure I want kids. Well, maybe not right now. She shook her head. Or maybe not ever? He frowned. Why not? He just couldn't wrap his brain around it. Donnie had just figured out how to break yet another barrier they had all faced and now his wife was telling him she didn't want to have anything to do with it. He really didn't mind the idea of having a mini Raph around, or even a mini cat. Raph, you and I are rather reckless and stubborn and short-tempered. Do you really think we'd make good parent material? We're not like Sarah and Donnie. They're, well, stable. Raph looked away from her. She was right. But that didn't change the fact that he still might want children someday. He sighed. Yeah, you're probably right. But how about we put off that sort of decision for a while? We don't have to make that kind of decision right now. Maybe not for years. Heck, we don't even know if this is going to work or not. We could be having this argument for nothing. Cat narrowed her eyes at him. Who says this is an argument? We're having a very rational conversation here. Raph snickered. I'd rather it be an argument. She lifted an eyebrow. Oh, why? He smirked. Then we could make up. I like making up. Cat laughed. I didn't think you needed a reason for making up. He growled playfully, and she tried to roll across the bed away from him. She let out a little squeal as he pinned her to the mattress. I don't.